0: Paul and Gabe watch bad movies, Paul and Gabe watch bad movies, PG-rated with Paul and Gabe. Recorded live via satellite. Hey
1: buddy. Hey buddy.
0: Welcome to PG-rated, the podcast Uh, where we watch movies and talk about how much we hate them. I'm Gabe, and that's Paul. There we go. You know, we have a theme song for this week. Oh, I'm super excited to hear it. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to... Uh, I didn't want to just throw it in there without uh, pe- making people aware of it. So.
1: You might have to shorten it, because I think the
0: original theme song is like 10 minutes long. It's, it's, it's 10 minutes, and it's... um, Yeah, it's something. Oh, Listen, uh, oh. Grizz, uh, Grizz from uh, our podcast network has, has done a great the theme. But uh it is a long theme song.
1: Is it fair to say he's
0: the president of our podcast network? Yeah. And we're the executive vice presidents. Oh, am I? <laughs> I thought I was legal counsel. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's what your focus is, but I mean we've been here since since day one.
1: Alright. Alright. So uh do you wanna go into the episode, talk about the episode, or do you wanna <laughs> talk about the greatest movie I ever watched like well,
0: recently? <laughs> well we did uh just because of last week we did we did talk about what did we talk about last week computers and the, commuter? In the yeah. commuter. and and this week you saw Cold Pursuit yes i so, did so uh, how how was that film
1: well me and my girlfriend went to go see it uh we wanted to go see the Lego movie
0: but we ended up getting too many drinks at a bar <laughs> so we and then you and then late. you got wound up you got wound up you wanted to commit a racist murder
1: yeah yeah, yeah. like i found out that someone Never mind, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got wound up. So, ironically enough, the plot of this movie is very similar to what he said. <laughs> oh, no. So, like, uh, in this movie, his son gets killed by drug dealers. So, he got pissed off and killed a bunch of drug dealers. Just...
0: Do, you, do, do you think, like, anyone had a worse week last week than Liam Neeson's publicist? Ooh, and what sucks is... This is actually a really good movie. Is it? I enjoyed it. Is it like? Is it like the computer where like it's bad but it's good? No, no, no. It's actually really competently made. Uh, my, every review I've read said it's comedy. Yeah, it's a dark comedy, but it's actually a really good way to do it. It was good. Wow. Well, I, uh, I I'm gonna have to check it out. By the way, you're gonna hear rocking noises because my son needs to take a nap.
1: Well, I'm a big fan of, like, uh, snow plows, so
0: big fan of this movie. Okay, well, it it wasn't like the Mr. Plow episode of The Simpsons? <laughs> no, I kind of wish it was. With the plow cling, the cat plow yeah.
1: cling, he had to kill yeah. him. Yeah, I kind of wish Barney came up. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, Cult Pursuit, that gives you, that's a, that's a thumbs up from, from games. Yeah, so, I uh,
1: mean, just ignore all the racism, ignore all the, you know... Background of rape, and racism, and vengeance, and it will be a good time. Well, Liam Neeson only kills white people. White people in
0: this movie, right? Wait, I have to think about this. Yes, he
1: only kills white people in this movie.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, he was. It, it is in a cold climate, so you know. No, they, he's in the middle. You'd
1: be surprised. There's non-white people in this movie.
0: That's good for. I mean, that's good for everyone involved, I guess. Um, except for the he's got non-white people that get killed <laughs> do you think we ever see Liam Neeson in a like as a star of a big budget movie yeah. again yeah I think you give it
1: well cause it's not like Kevin Spacey that like rapes little boys I think you give it like a little bit of time he's definitely you'll never see. no
0: you're never gonna see Kevin Spacey no you'll never and... see Kevin Spacey again but look at Mel Gibson Mel Gibson's back yeah, but Mel- those Bill Gibson tapes, as awful as they were, were really fucking funny. Yeah, and this Liam Neeson one was kind of funny, too. Wait, wait, but No, no, the Liam Neeson one is bad. Like, you can't compare the two. Liam Neeson wanted to kill any black guy he saw. <laughs> Mel Gibson just wanted a blowjob before the girl went in the hot tub. No, Mel Gibson threatened to kill his ex-wife. Well, because he provided for her. He just wanted, you know, No, it was to get off, man. <laughs> it was ridiculous, dude. Don't
1: be a Mel Gibson apologist. <laughs> Let's not go this way.
0: And next week we watch the Passion of the Christ. No, oh yeah,
1: that's like a real bad movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's our Easter special. Uh, <laughs> I thought our Easter special is gonna be Super Christ uh, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Super Christ Jesus Star. Yeah, that's um, a good yeah, one. No, that we uh, that's fine. We can do an Easter special. Oh my God, that's that's gonna be bad. Yeah, it's gonna be like Hop or Super Christ Super Christ Easter Star. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, we we watched, uh, this week, we watched Escape Plan 2, colon Hades. Oh my god. <laughs> this so, is my pick.
1: Well, what I want everyone to know is, me and
0: Paul, before we started this podcast, we were really big fans of Escape Plan 1. I'm still, I'm still a big fan of Escape Plan. I think Escape Plan is a good movie. It's not sure. a good movie. It's a really bad movie, but it's good. It's got a great cast. Escape Plan. The original Escape Plan had 50 Cent, Stallone, (laughs) Michael Scott's girlfriend, Yeah, Michael uh, Scott's girlfriend. The Mummy from The Mummy, Schwarzenegger, And Sam Neill. Vincent D'Onofrio, Sam Neill, Jim Caviezel. That's a good
1: cast. It is a
0: good cast. It's like a terrible movie.
1: It's not a good movie, but at the same time, I can't... When it comes on, I cannot
0: watch it. In a different time, that's an incredible hangover movie. Oh, it's a... No, it's an incredible hangover movie now. Well, I feel like hangover movies are like less of a thing now.
1: Well, yeah, because like hangover movies were more of a thing back then because they would just come on TNT. Escape Plan's right. not coming on TNT. You actually have to go out and seek out Escape Plan, which no right, one wants to it, do when you're hung over.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I, there's a big difference when it comes to finding a movie on TV or seeking something out on Netflix or Hulu, like that's uh, that's something that's going to be lost on uh, the next generation. Well, that's why we need to, you know, extol the gospel of Escape Plan because it is a exactly. This is why I keep my son next to me while I record this podcast. He's listening to everything we're saying. By the way, (laughs) he's like a sponge right now. He's going (laughs) to record everything. Yes, I can't wait until his first words are.
1: Escape Plan was a good movie. Escape Plane was a good movie.
0: Um, so that's yeah, the wisdom so, that his uncle Gabe will give him. <laughs> now, I was looking for something atrocious to watch this week, and I came across a movie I didn't know existed, which was Escape Plane 2. And I picked oh. it mainly because Stallone is still there, and on, the, and on the cover of the um DVD art, which I, I didn't see the DVD art, but I assume it's the same as well, it was on Amazon, is uh Dave Batista.
1: Okay, and let me tell you,
0: these two gentlemen combined to be in this film for, I don't know, it's an hour and a half movie, right? Total of like 10 minutes, maybe. Total of 10 minutes between the two of them. Yeah, it's incredible.
1: I thought they were like the stars of this
0: movie. I, I felt bamboozled and cheated. And now towards the end, it tried to redeem itself with Stallone, but Batista did nothing in this film
1: do you know what at the end of this movie i thought good for you dave
0: good for you sly <laughs> you you tricked us uh, so we should probably we should probably get into it but this was a mind boggling movie at certain points oh okay so we ri- <laughs> we rarely get into the production company notes
1: of this movie but <laughs> this movie we have started to out, talk about
0: this this so this is when I knew we were in trouble we were in trouble now i don't remember if this was the same production company from the first one but the film itself made up for it but the production company in this one it was a cG all of a sudden it's this big cGI letter and you see a lion's paw print a paw walking and then a cGI rat running and it's it's just the production company like that it's a mouse and a lion and it's Ridic- and it's better CGI than what was in the film. Do you not know this fable, Paul? Yeah, but that what does it have to do with anything? I don't know. Chinese people think this is great, that's what it is, Paul. This is definitely a Chinese movie, by the way. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like this Chinese company, and it but there's no thorn, it's not like it's a mouse pulling a thorn out of the lion's paw. It's no, no, the two of them walking. <laughs>
1: this is post thorn, they're
0: just friends. Yeah they're just chilling it's it's a, it's an insane it's an insane production company logo and it takes like 40 seconds to get off your screen <laughs> it's pretty long so uh what's going on with my app right now i don't know
1: i can't use speaker oh well all right so this started off in you know What's more uh, timely in two
0: thousand eighteen, two thousand seventeen than Chechnya? <laughs> so yeah, no. This movie starts, and keep in mind, Stallone and Batista stars. This movie starts with, uh, what was uh, this guy? How he was in another movie, and I knew it until I started this podcast. I had no idea, dude. John was Tucker, like, John Tucker was... must die. Oh yeah, that's John Tucker. John Tucker. John Tucker Holy Must shit. Die is, is locked up and he's on camera in Chechnya and he's being held hostage by a white man. Do you know how I
1: kept this in my head? White Guy 1 and White Guy 2. I had no idea who they were.
0: Well, white Guy 2, I had no idea who he was.
1: I still don't.
0: No, and we'll get to him overshadowing other people in this film.
1: All right, so it starts off with, like, a random terrorist video where, they're like, we're going to kill these Western t- uh, journalists. They're fake news. We're going to kill them. So there's one guy who's a Westerner. That's John Tucker, right? Yeah. And then there's white guy, too, who's not John Tucker. And
0: But he's, he's holding people hostage.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Tucker's, like, holding everyone hostage. No, so no, like...
0: no. John Tucker is the man that is held hostage.
1: Is he? Yes. Okay, so white guy, too, is the guy that's not John Tucker. Exactly. exactly. All right. I just figured it out. All right. So not John Tucker is about to execute these guys. There's a bunch of people just held hostage in Chechnya. For some reason, there's a bunch of Muslim people. I didn't do the research. I have no idea anything about Chechnya. The only thing about... Chechny, I know, is
0: uh, that one episode of The Sopranos, <laughs> the the, the Pine barons. The the, oh, that guy! I thought you were talking about the Russian woman with one leg. No, but that guy's—that's <laughs> another part. Of... All I know about Russia and like the
1: former Soviet states comes from The Sopranos.
0: <laughs> well, I know in one of the Mission Impossible movies they blew up the whole Kremlin, but that's about it. That's all I know.
1: <laughs> Which one was that?
0: Uh, the one where Jeremy Renner was supposed to take over. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: So, um, so, in Chechnya, apparently, there's, like, journalists that are held hostage, they're going to be murdered, and then, you know, some for some reason, there's a random Chinese guy who we found out his name is Shu. Uh, you know, these random Muslim people, I'm pretty sure they're Muslim, right? Or they're just Chechnyan? They
0: were... I'm pretty sure they were in Chechnya, but it was Muslim people.
1: Yeah, like it made no sense.
0: I I was baffled by this opening scene.
1: All right, so you go into it because I don't really remember much. I just remember a lot of fights.
0: Yeah, so they're on camera demanding they're going to kill this white guy. And they're going to have the other white guy do it because they feel like it'll make more of an impact. And before he gets a chance to kill him, the camera explodes.
1: Oh, yeah, there was a camera bomb.
0: <laughs> yeah, the camera explodes. And they start. And then uh, the Asian guy busts out everybody else that's there. He busts out the white guy that was being held hostage. And they—they, they, it's, it's just a big action scene, basically. Paul, did you not, like, get, like, a feeling that like, this was fucking Inspector Gadget? There was camera bombs going around? <laughs> No. Inspector Gadget never crossed my mind, man.
1: Oh, that crossed my mind Whether like, this message will explode in five seconds.
0: So, they, they, they escape, and it turns out the white guy that was holding him hostage was in on the whole thing, and he's part of their crew, and they escape. But, like, the, the that guy fucked up. So the next scene, basically, is them, they get away, and the next scene is when still you find... No, someone. no, no,
1: no. They go into, a, like, a random, like, tent, and... For some reason, some lady named Alice dies, and everyone's blaming Kimball, who is
0: not John Tucker. Yeah, he was the other guy.
1: Yeah, everyone's blaming him because he's saying, like, an algorithm was going to figure it out. An algorithm was going to go, like, save everyone. Uh, They had escaped. Shu has the worst fucking Chinese accent, by the way. I'm tired of watching, like, these movies with, like, Chinese actors that don't want to learn English.
0: (laughs) He he's the star of this film, right?
1: Yeah, like arguably he is. So they go back to like uh, Atlanta, where Stallone is right, and he's the CEO of their security company. Sloan Fifty Cent's there. Everyone's talking shit about Kimball. Now Joe let me like, just
0: say, let me just say, Fifty Cent is is barely there. I don't. <laughs> Maybe they CGI'd him in, but Jesus Christ, I've never seen anyone care less. Well, he's already getting his money, dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did
1: you not see Stallone in this movie? Stallone cared way less than 50 cent did. Man. (sighs) Dude, he was sleeping through this whole movie.
0: (laughs) At least he had one action scene, I think. No, man, that was like sleeping through it.
1: So they go back to Atlanta. There's, like, a big CEO meeting. Stallone's there. So is 50 Cent. I kind of felt like it was fucking American Idol. 50 Cent was playing uh, Randy Jackson. <laughs> like, they were just like, Kimball, come in here. Uh, There's a woman dead. And to be honest with you, no one really gives a shit about this woman. They no. were just like, it was just like, whatever. Yeah. She's dead. But we're firing you, Kimball, because you trust computers more than your teammates.
0: Yeah, so, so white guy number two gets, gets fired. And yes. then it cuts to the next scene with the Asian guy. And Stallone tells him, like, yeah, you get a leave of absence. Like, you go t- take a breather.
1: Well, they're playing, like, Chinese, like, chess. They're playing Go, which is actually, like, a Japanese game where they play, like... It's kind of chess, and it's very, very complicated. And what I like about this movie is it posits that Sylvester Stallone is, a, like,
0: a genius. Like, he can
1: play all these games. Like, this man...
0: You're wow, he was speak a, ge-
1: English as a genius.
0: He was a genius in the first film. He broke out of prison as a job.
1: Yeah, but like they're positing that he knows a bunch more.
0: I'm f- I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm not okay with it. He's he's been shown to be a genius in the first film. All right, whatever.
1: So basically, he's like, all right, shoe, take some time off. Shoe disappears. And he goes back to Shanghai. And that's how I know there's Chinese like influence movie.
0: He goes to the club from Black Panther. Does he? No, it looks like it though.
1: No, I thought he went to the meeting where like the guy was acting like Chinese Steve Jobs.
0: Chinese Steve Jobs. (laughs)
1: Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where he's talking about satellites or whatever, and it turns out that's Shu's cousin. But, like, you don't know that?
0: keep in mind, a couple weeks ago, we watched Triple X, and now this movie... So, bad movies have, like, a thing where, like, somebody needs to control the satellites that are going to crash them into the Earth.
1: No, no, no. You need to find out about this later when he actually gets to the prison. So, like, Shu finds this guy. He's an asshole. He's Chinese Steve Jobs. He's talking about satellites. And then Shu finds a woman there, and this woman's talking to him like, oh, listen, my brother's going to have a bachelor party in Bangkok. You need to go take care of him. I'll pay you. And he's like, no, I'll do it for free. They go to Bangkok, right? The whole time you're looking at Shu and this woman, are you not getting sexual attention from it, or is it just me?
0: I'm not, because I no one in this movie knows how to emote no, they honestly look like
1: they were going to bang each other. And then, you get to Bangkok and you know that this is the woman's brother, and Shu tells uh, no, the guy tells Shu, cousin, I'm so glad you're here. So, Shu was wanting to bang his cousin. I Shut up, Paul.
0: Uh... I didn't say a word. Not, not a word.
1: <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's what I got from this movie.
0: I mean... This was so. This was all kind of a blur until they got to the prison, anyway. But so he's with this guy, and they this is this when they go out and they get drunk. Yeah, they get drunk in Bangkok. They get drunk in Bangkok, and while he's bringing this guy back home, two guys show up in masks. Well, weird I, demon warriors come out of nowhere, <laughs> and he realizes, uh oh, I'm in trouble. And there's a quick fight scene, and he basically throws the guy to the ground, and then all of a sudden he gets knocked out because he gets oh, ch- yeah. tased.
1: He gets tased with the biggest taser I've ever seen in my life.
0: It's it's like an RPG, except <laughs> with it, sh- it shoots electricity.
1: It's the biggest thing it's the biggest taser I've ever seen in my life.
0: And the thing about this movie is whenever they shoot guns or something explodes, everything is CGI'd. So it looks like a laser from like a Star <laughs> Wars film is shot at him.
1: It's horrible.
0: It's it's bad.
1: And the thing is, it was raining during this scene, so if someone got tased,
0: they would get murdered. Wait, is that how
1: tasers work? Dude, it's like shooting electricity in you and water conducts electricity. Oh, I had no idea. I, I'm just
0: using science. I keep my... yawning during this film. I feel like how Sylvester Stallone shot this thing.
1: I'm putting my Neil deGrasse Tyson hat on. I'm not sexually oh. assaulting women.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I'm just talking about science. By the and way, like...
0: you would think he would respect space more than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes black holes. Uh, oh, so, Oh, my God.
1: I'm, I'm throwing my phone away. <laughs> so, Shu gets, like, murdered. Not murdered, but, like, tasered. And then he wakes up, and there's this thing called Galileo. Which literally sounds like a crazy robot.
0: Yeah, so he wakes up in this dark room and this is where you realize how much money this movie did not have. because Most of the movie takes place in here. And it's just like a dark room. And all of a sudden, like it's like you're whatever uh, num- uh, prisoner number and welcome to the zoo. So he's in the zoo.
1: Dude, there's robots all over this place.
0: And then the lights turn on and Now, when the lights turn on, you see the rest of the people in this prison, right?
1: Can I tell you something about this prison? I mean, everything's CGI. Well, first of all, this prison is like a hexagon. Yes. And I was watching this prison, I'm thinking, oh, shit, this prison is like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Prison. You know, I've never seen that film. Are you serious? Correct. I've never seen it. Oh, man. I don't know what you live for.
0: I, I I mean I watched Escape Plan too on a Saturday night, so. <laughs> I
1: watch those on a Monday night. So I'm not much better.
0: Um. So yeah, no, he's in this, and then the voice says that he's he's going to battle against another guy. And well, the, the
1: voice's name is Galileo, by the yeah, way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he gets into a fight.
1: Whoa, 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 Paul! Did you not notice the force fields all over this place?
0: That's what I was gonna get to. There's force fields everywhere.
1: How is this possible?
0: There's force fields everywhere in this movie. And then even the people in the background are CGI'd. Like, I don't know what the budget for this movie is, but it was insane how much computer-generated imagery there was in this film.
1: Well, it's not that just that. There's nothing in this world that suggests that there's advanced technology. I watched Escape Plan 1. There was no force field. No. There was no lasers.
0: There's a lot of plexiglass and... And you know, bulletproof stuff and, and
1: dark mat things that could exist in this
0: world. This movie has force fields and lasers everywhere.
1: I thought this movie took place in space.
0: That's I I wasn't sure if they were in space for a while.
1: I honestly thought they were on a space station
0: for like for like a
1: good thirty minutes.
0: So now this movie goes from being a Stallone Batista movie, but keep in mind we've just still never met met Batista in this movie, to being the Shoe movie.
1: No, this is the Shoe movie. First of all, Sloan and Batista don't show up because Shoe is in there. Shoe gets into a fight.
0: So basically, this this prison does Mortal Kombat every day. Which is pretty awesome. Sure, I guess. So you have to fight every day if they call your number. And then he fought and he won. And now he gets to go to this place called the Sanctuary, which is another part of the prison. Which is computer generated imagery that you're outside and you get to just chill in there for two hours.
1: Well you get to paint, do like arts and crafts. It's basically Bob Ross's like heaven.
0: So then when he gets back down to so he doesn't even see the person yet. So this is still day one. He gets the sanctuary time and then he goes and he's put in his cell and later on and then all of a sudden a literal to go box is slid through his door.
1: <laughs> I know it looked like he got chilies to go.
0: He, oh, you, he opens it up, and there's, like, dumplings in there. He goes to get them, and they're electrified. With green electricity, by the way. Yeah, I, it's like Raiden came down and fucking tried to murder him.
1: It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, it makes no sense.
0: And he doesn't just get electrified when he touches these dumplings. He gets... The entire cell gets electrified. So
1: he's in there, and he's, like, you know... Getting like used to his surroundings the whole time. He's getting like advice from Sylvester Stallone's voice, like he's fucking Yoda. He's getting like voice from the Force.
0: Yeah. So I mean, for a while, I thought that was the only Stallone we were gonna get for the rest of this film, where it was just him talking to the, like you, just hearing his voice in the background.
1: Then Shu comes out, and he sees Kimball there, yes. who is. Uh, not White guy John Tucker. Two. Right. White guy number two. So they're like talking or whatever. And he tells them about it. Like there's fighting every day. There's force fields everywhere. There's robots for some reason. It's
0: and this is crazy. where I guess. This is where I guess most of the plot twist.
1: Dude, all these robots look like fucking the robot from Rocky Four. Happy birthday, Polly! <laughs> like that's what they look like.
0: Uh That was part of the reason why I thought this was in space.
1: Because of the robots? Yes. So, like, talking to these robots, these robots are just, like, doing whatever. Um, Then, Shu gets captured, right?
0: Well, he's already captured.
1: Well, more captured. (laughs) Captured times two. I... uh... They take I, him out every... of the zoo and they put
0: him into like an interrogation room. Oh yeah, they put him in the interrogation and room he meets and this the is... zookeeper. And and the zookeeper walks in, and this is the person I felt really bad in this movie. The, the man zoo... in black from Lost, Titus <laughs> Bolivar, shows up. And he's like a decent actor, right?
1: I'm so glad that you knew it was the man from the man in black from Lost, because I was yeah. like, oh shit, it's Bosch. Slash <laughs> man Holy in Black shit. from Lost.
0: The Bosch. Oh, my God. And this man is – so this is your big bad guy for the movie. And that you think of. I'm sorry? That you think for right now. Yeah. um, And talk about somebody sleepwalking through a goddamn film.
1: Well, Bosch is, Man in Black is talking about how they want Shu's cousin. shoes. cousin has something that they need.
0: And, Which and- is – which is technology for the satellites to crash them in the earth. I'm telling you. That's what bad movies want this this is this is connected to Triple X somehow.
1: This was a theme, right?
0: A bad movie theme, yeah.
1: It has to be. This is the second movie we watched that has to do with fucking satellites.
0: Be- because that's what it was. It was to crash satellites in the earth, right? Yeah. Okay. The
1: reverse skeleton key.
0: No, 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 no. Reverse skeleton theory is, is something else. we'll get to it.
1: Well, like, apparently this, like, this guy, uh, Shoes Cousin, can control every satellite ever. And we find out from Shoes Cousin, oh, yeah, I made this, but not to use it to keep
0: it from other people.
1: So then don't fucking make it. That's all you got to do. Don't make it and no one will have it.
0: Exactly. Yeah, there's no reason for it. You just don't make something just so you can't use it.
1: It's incredible.
0: It doesn't make any sense. Nothing. This is, this, is, this is part of the gibberish of this movie.
1: So, you find out more about the prison, and Shu goes, this prison is important because it keeps us here. It keeps important people here. And his cousin goes, why not just kill us if they want to kill us? And Shu goes, well, if they kill
0: us, people will start looking for us.
1: No, Shu, If If you're fucking, like, missing, people are gonna look for you.
0: And I think this is where, like, to prove their point, they they go back to the zoo right and as they're going out a force field comes up over shue and they have his cousin go in and his cousin can't fight he's not like this gentleman oh he gets so, beat and he gets beat up like pretty bad and it, this is the worst acting i've ever seen in any major motion picture yeah he yells no like without any emotion and just kneels down and leads against this force field so then it cuts it was worse than when Darth Vader realized that he was a robot man so it cuts and then it goes to Sly right and speaking
1: it, of artificial men
0: so it goes It goes to Stallone 50 cent and now in the first movie Amy Ryan who middle aged you know woman whatever she's been suddenly replaced with the star the, Jamie King Yeah, who looks kind of like her. Not at all, dude. She's 25 years younger than her. No, let me tell you something. This movie is
1: made for non-white people. So for us non-white people, white people all look the same. So we would have never have known this was another woman.
0: Hey, my app's fucking up. I'm going to call you right back.
1: Alright. Hey,
0: bud. Because it got beat up, right? Oh, where with Stallone? Artificial man. That's right.
1: Yeah. Uh, HGH's biggest supporter. Um, That's human growth hormone.
0: Oh, I, I gotcha. He's. I mean, it's I not wanted just, to explain to other people. It's not just HGH. There's a whole lot of plastic on that man.
1: It's incredible, right?
0: It's not really. Pla- and the problem is, some of the plastic looks like it's melting.
1: So. They're at this bar, right? Apparently, Stallone is trying to find this guy who knows about black site prisons. So, he goes to this bar.
0: Yeah, because they realized that she was missing, right?
1: Yeah, they realized she was missing because he
0: hasn't called in in, like, four days or whatever. Keep in mind, he was on sabbatical.
1: Yeah. So, Stallone goes to this bar, and, you know, when you go to a bar, and you're looking for someone, usually you go to the barkeeper to, like, you know, figure it out. And who is the barkeeper here, trying to act inconspicuous? Inconspicuous? Inscap- In- inconspicuous? I'm sorry, I had a few like screwdrivers for my grandfather earlier today. Oh, <laughs> so, like, who did he find? None other than David Bautista.
0: That's right, Drax himself.
1: What would you do if you walked into a bar and you just saw him as the
0: bartender? A man that big or specifically Dave Bautista? A man that big. I'm probably realizing I shouldn't be at that bar.
1: What if it was Dave Bautista?
0: I'm going to just start asking him questions. I'm going to annoy him and bug him about his time in wrestling, in WWE.
1: Yeah. So, apparently Dave is talking to Sly, uh... They're talking.
0: They know about, each other,
1: right? Yeah, they know each other from like back in the day, which they don't establish at all.
0: No, so, nothing's established. Nope.
1: So Dave is like, Yeah, the guy that runs the Black Sight Prisons is over there. You should go talk to him. So Sly goes over there and he's like, Hey, I know you, you do the Black Sight Prisons. Tell me about it. My friend's there. And he's like, I can't do this. This is $10 million a person for Black Sight Prisons. Really? They make $10 million a person?
0: That's more than it costs to buy a dinosaur. (laughs) Actually, that's a very good point.
1: And what I wanted to know about this is are Black site prisons such a big commodity that there's like a big market for it? Well,
0: in the first one, it is.
1: There's only one!
0: And it turns out that the people that after the uh, first one I guess they started losing money so now they want revenge on Stallone?
1: I guess. So Stallone beats up this guy's bodyguards, he's about to get the answer, and then some guy
0: shoots this Black Sight Prison guy in the face. With, by the way, the most ridiculous looking CGI gunshot I've ever seen in my life.
1: Also, this Black Sight Prison guy, his name is Leon. This movie
0: might as well have been done by fucking Pixar. It was incredible.
1: No, Pixar actually does good things.
0: This There's not a real looking person walking around in this film.
1: No, there isn't. There's not a real anything in this film.
0: So this is where Stallone kind of sleepwalks his way through one action scene. And Batista's there with him. And then he he backs him up. So you think, all right, they're on the case now. And Batista and Stallone are like a team.
1: Yeah. So but they, looking... they certainly
0: go their separate ways.
1: They go their separate ways, right? And then John Tucker asks Stallone, can I help you? And Stallone goes, no. So John Tucker goes on his own. And John Tucker gets help from 50 Cent.
0: Yeah, so 50 Cent is Stallone's, like, uh, he's his IT guy, essentially.
1: Yeah. Pretty much.
0: And he goes to help John Tucker, and that gets John Tucker
1: into a car chase.
0: Yes, and he gets caught, and he, then he wakes up in the prison. Yep. So now Shu... With a bunch of robots. So now Shu is trying to figure out, like, how to escape from this prison, and he shows up, and then he sees John Tucker, he sees Kimball, and of course they come to the realization, oh, um, they must be after Breslin if they have all of us locked up here.
1: Well, not only that, they put John Tucker and Shu into a handcuff paddle. They handcuff them together to battle some other people.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's like one of those races where you have one leg, where you have one leg tied to each other? Yeah. Dude, and the fucking handcuffs that attached to them? What was that? I don't know, man. That was, was a weird shot. Dude, Again, I was so distracted by
1: the fucking robots in this movie. Like, they don't fit
0: at all. It looks like they had they took the shot of handcuffs on them and then like releasing and falling to the ground, and then they just played it backwards in the film.
1: Yeah, basically. It was, like, really fucking terrible,
0: man. It's not the first time... It, 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 this movie also recycles shots and everything. It's crazy.
1: Also, this battle w- was not, like, climatic at all. It was done in two seconds.
0: Yeah, they just show how superior of fighters it is on, when you're part of Stallone's crew, man.
1: Well, they get, like, sanctuary time... And then uh, the whole time, you listen to to, like, Shu trying to figure out how to escape. And Stallone is talking to him as his, like, subconscious.
0: So here's what I don't understand. Let's say there is a conspiracy, right? Why would you actually... There's no rules in this Black Side prison. If Shu wins the fight, why would you still give him sanctuary time?
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, he explains it, like, later on in the movie. Like, the main bad guy. He's like it's about giving hope and then taking it away. I guess they're just sadistic.
0: I guess. I so but the the sanctuary time gives him time to try and figure out the prison. With that comes he he runs into a guy that they have working in the kitchen.
1: Yeah, like some like long-haired Asian
0: dude. When they when this long-haired Asian dude came in cuz he was blindfolded, I really thought it was a long-haired Asian woman. He thought so? And, t- and then the blindfold came off, and I was like, oh, that's a long haired Asian man.
1: <laughs> that's fucking Johnny Tsunami's dad. Uh, so, like, they're like going through this, right? And Shu is trying to figure out the layout of the prison, which he apparently can just make graphics in his head. He's like fucking Goodwill hunting or like Rain Man. He's like creating 3D graphics in his head of the prison. Which is incredible,
0: well, I think Stallone did that in the first one,
1: yeah, but like this is different, like I don't know, it's different for me, like I don't know. this prison is just weird,
0: so he has the he when he makes friends with this like this guy he he then has him blindfold because he he's blindfolded, so he has him count how many steps from the kitchen back to the the, the room where he takes the blindfold off, so he counts it and then he tells him, and then the next day he goes to count it, and it's double the amount of steps, and he can't figure out why.
1: So then Shu gets the chalk and puts it down on the ground. And on and, the wall. And on the wall. And the next morning, he sees that the marks moved, so the prison is rotating. And this is where I legitimately wrote, I'm going to be super pissed off if this prison is a space station.
0: I, I, I was never... So... To be honest with you, it would have made way more sense that this prison was a space station when you find out where it is. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Now, the first movie was good because the first movie, they can't figure out where they are. Then, like, you realize, oh, they're on a boat. They're on a
1: ship. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. No, they're not on a the ship.
0: They were on, like, a...
1: Were they on a the ship or were they on, like, a... an oil rig? They were on a ship, man. Oh, yeah. That's what Arnold Schwarzenegger figured out, right? Yes. Oh, I miss
0: Arnold. Uh, this movie needed some Arnold.
1: So, he can't figure out where he is. He just knows the prison rotates. And then, not John Tucker, white guy number two, tells him, you know what? There's some computer hackers here that know the layout of the prison. If Which, we can figure this, out who this
0: is. This is what blew my mind. They were together in this movie the whole time, and none of this came up sooner.
1: I know. If you can figure out who the who the computer hacker is, count zero. He can tell you the layout yeah. of the prison. And yeah, so it's basically, it. it's
0: basically these three comp- computer hackers.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not describing them, Paul. Hold on,
0: I'm getting there. It's a bunch of Billy Corgan-looking motherfuckers.
1: No, these
0: guys are fucking those ratus. They look like
1: vampires.
0: <laughs> they don't specifically say if they're vampires or not. But No, they
1: they're fucking albinos. They look weird as shit. They are bald. They're vampires. They all look like rawtus.
0: They look like the guy in Game of Thrones that stole the dragons when they were babies.
1: Oh my god, they look horrible. They're just like... And apparently they go by Legion.
0: Yeah, so they go by Legion, and whenever you talk to them, they only all answer, we are Legion.
1: These guys are definitely guys that just hang out and play fucking Dungeons and Dragons all night.
0: This This movie... So this is definitely what like regular people think hackers are like, right?
1: Oh, they think they're vampires. Yeah, it's, and I understand. Please don't send me hate mail. I understand they're
0: vampires, but I like to use the term vampire. The, it, it really is it's babbling, but it, and this wasn't like all of a sudden this becomes a plot point three quarters way into this movie.
1: There's three weirdos. <laughs> They're like apparently the best.
0: So, um, well, the Asian dude shoot.
1: Yeah, well, then this comes back to Dave Bautista.
0: Does it? Yeah, it does.
1: It counts, it, it shoots back to him, and he's wearing a little newsy cap. He wears that in real life. And he said, Well, I wear a newsy cap too. So he's like, Walking into this uh, hotel, and he's trying to find Bug, and this guy's ignoring him. And then Dave gets pissed off and slams him against the counter. And he's like, no, "No, no, I'll take you to him." So Dave goes to see this guy named uh, Bug, who's apparently a genius and has a lot of pre- like a lot of like weapons and knows everything about computers. Dave walks in there. He sees a Rubik's cube on the counter, and solves it in two seconds.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes, you're right.
1: That's how they establish him as a, as a fucking genius in this
0: movie. I I believe it. Batista is a genius. No, he's not.
1: There's no way, dude.
0: Batista is the most woke uh, professional wrestler there is, by the way. You think so? No, he is. His Twitter feed, he hates Trump. He goes on and on about... Cause, I guess his mom's a uh, lesbian. So he goes on and on about um... LB <laughs>
1: Wait, how's his mother a lesbian?
0: I mean, you, I mean, he's all for gay rights, dude. Yeah, but that doesn't make him a genius. He's he's woke. He's woke. I'm fine with it.
1: You can be woke, but that doesn't mean you can fucking solve it a Rubik's Cube in two seconds.
0: Rubik's Cubes Rubik's cubes aren't that hard to figure
1: out. Oh, so all I have to say is I believe in gay rights and I can just solve every Rubik's Cube in the earth?
0: Are you telling me that if you didn't believe in gay rights, you could solve it?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get into this.
0: <laughs> so, I forgot all about that scene. Holy shit. whoa. whoa, whoa. then the best part of this movie comes out. Because Dave gets the information
1: he needs from Bug. And he puts on AirPods. Dave used still wears the AirPods in this movie. and These were can- definitely... He can't
0: hear us for the rest of the movie. These are definitely the Chinese knockoffs of AirPods. Oh, those are water pods? And I... I Actually, that was a bad joke. Actually, I think the next scene he's in, he's not even talking, but he's typing on a computer and text bubbles are coming up.
1: Yes! Yes, I wanted to go into that. But then we go back to the prison and we see Shoes cousin get beat the shit out of him.
0: And again, they cut to the same exact scene. With the guy kneeling down on the ground. Shu kneeling down on the ground. Putting his head against the force field.
1: So then uh, Shu comes up to the weirdo vampires. Yeah. And he's like, I can get you sanctuary time if you help me. And they respond
0: by saying, we are legion. So this is this is, this is is another crazy part of this plan. So you see the legion guys and their individual cells. And their fast food containers get thrown in there. No, no, One- no, 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 not the legion guys. It's other people. Oh, it's everyone else. It's everyone else. Right?
1: Everyone else gets like cookies and cakes and all this stuff? This
0: so this guy I wanna know how they had uh, some guy gets noodles, one guy gets cookies, one guy gets muffins. What are they doing in this what are they doing in this kitchen?
1: What I wanna know is why would they even have good food to reward you?
0: Thank you very a, much. It doesn't make any sense.
1: If this is a terrible prison. Why would they have chocolate chip cookies?
0: It doesn't make any sense.
1: They should be feeding these people the fucking food from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom.
0: You should be cutting into snakes and other snakes should be coming out of it. You
1: should be eating chilled monkey brains.
0: <laughs> so, at that point, everybody gets good food. So now they know that they need to lay down when they go to fight Legion. And that's that gives Legion... Sanctuary time.
1: Well, they go to fight Legion, and then they all take a knee. They all pull a Colin Kaepernick, and they all go, we are Legion. And apparently, the prison honors this, this fucking throw, this bow. They're like, oh, man, they threw the fight.
0: We'll honor it. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, nobody even had to throw a punch. Like, at that point, every day, somebody should just lay down.
1: So then the prison was like, okay... Legion gets sanctuary. I don't understand why these fucking weirdos wanted sanctuary so much. All
0: they do is paint. If you were in jail, you'd want to paint too.
1: No. Well, like the thing is with a shoe, she was only there for one day and he
0: was given sanctuary and was so happy to paint. That made no sense. (laughs) Well, no, he was drawing the prison. That was stupid. I agree with you who this third movie was.
1: So then, it cuts back to Dave Bautista and Slice alone, texting each other on AIM Messenger.
0: Yeah, and these were these were green. They, these weren't even blue text bubbles. They were green. Like, these guys are definitely using Android.
1: Yeah, so they were texting each other, and apparently, like, they were trying to find, like, the money that gets into this, like, prison, and they figured out who... Has been financing this whole prison,
0: and they they don't tell you because it, the reveal happens in the prison at the same time. Because after Legion gets their sanctuary time, Shu uh, and John Tucker wake up and they're strapped up in the the room where you saw Titus Willow before well,
1: Shu finds out who Count Zero is,
0: right? Who right. the hacker
1: it's- is? Who has the layout of the
0: prison in their brain? <laughs> Yes, he does. But that's why they wake up.
1: When you saw Legion, right? There were like two tall guys and one like short guy. Yeah, I immediately was like, "Count Zero is a short guy, right?" Like you thought that too, right? I'm not the only one that thought that.
0: I it didn't matter which one was which. I just at that point, I was like, "I need this movie to end. I need to go to sleep."
1: Dude, it was so obvious which one was the hero.
0: So, they wake up, and. they and the zookeeper walks in looking sad as ever.
1: <laughs> he just looks upset he was in this movie.
0: And so then you realize that, like, the other guy, Kimbrel, is he's in on it because he walks in the room in a suit and he starts talking about how he's in on it. And you think he's working for the zookeeper, right? It's wrong. He's the boss of the operation.
1: Also, you find out that
0: uh, Kimball's first name is Jasper. That's right, Jasper. Jasper is the is the brains of the operation. Which, by the way, if you're going to sign up the man in black to be in this film, he should be the bad guy.
1: Well, then, uh, Jasper Kimball loudly proclaims he is Sylvester Stallone's protege.
0: This, you know, what would have made this movie better? What if Kimball was the was the son of Vincent D'Onofrio's character? Oh, you think so? From the first movie. It's not. It's not. It should have been. Nah, I looked not up... the
1: son, but, like, maybe his, like, disciple? Something. Like,
0: connect <laughs> him to Vincent D'Ofrio. Connect connected the to first the first part. film in any way whatsoever.
1: Well, they do. They, like, reference the prison in the first film, like, 20 times in this movie.
0: Listen. Oh shit! Oh my god, that's my feelings on fucking this movie. Anyway,
1: yeah, this is a bad choice on your part.
0: And listen, we we wanted to watch bad movies.
1: That's true. We did so, it
0: to ourselves. So they were basically hooked up to the the de-evolution machine from Super Mario's Super yeah. Mario Brothers. Luckily, they didn't get turned into lizards. Uh, they get they, they basically get put back into like the zoo with and everyone, then... but everyone thinks that they turned on count zero. Yes.
1: Why does anybody care about this fucking freak?
0: I don't know. So now the entire prison beats them up for for no reason, and apparently they're gonna get beat up every day. Forever. Forever. For the rest of their time. Until they break.
1: And at but, the same time, uh, this robot voice is talking to Kimball.
0: That's right. This robot voice is the fucking Zordon's voice. Go back and listen to it. It's sure. Zordon's voice.
1: I, it really is. Kimball. Told me why aren't we seeing productivity? It was terrible.
0: Yeah. So basically, that it just it, so Kimbrel's in charge of the prison, but there's really another like shadow organization in charge of them. That's that's out for Sylvester Slone.
1: Yeah, and then a black site prison guard containment. I don't understand why they didn't send the robots in there arrest Sylvester Sloan.
0: Yeah, so after all this time, then they go and they capture Stallone. And Stallone wakes up, and Stallone wakes up in, like, a prison cell. And, like, uh, he's like, oh, shit, here we go. I have to make some, I have to do some actual work.
1: Yeah, and then he wakes up, and he's surrounded by force fields again.
0: He's surrounded for, by force field. Oh, no. So, Shu and uh, John Tucker, they go to go into the zoo with everyone else because they think they're going to get beat up again but they get stopped by force fields and everybody's waiting for Stallone to come out and Stallone gets called out and he gets punched in the stomach. Once falls to the ground and kicked a few times. And that's that. And then does he wake up in the room with Kimball? No, he gets sent to his own room. So he gets sent to his own room. He's in the prison. and...
1: And then the most amazing way he could communicate with 50 cent happened. Go tell me he's using a tooth radio. That's right. It's amazing.
0: That's right. He has a tooth radio to the outside.
1: Yeah, he's a tooth radio. And he's communicating with 50 Cent, and he's asking 50 Cent if he's able to, like, hack into this high-security prison, which, of course, 50 Cent can do with no problems.
0: Yeah, Yeah, of course.
1: He hacks Galileo, and Galileo starts speaking Chinese for some reason, which is a little message for Shu. And she hears it, and she was like, okay, I get it. We're gonna escape. And then it cuts back to Dave Bautista, who's wearing the most ridiculous fucking turtleneck I've ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> this thing makes him look like he's got the longest neck in the world. I'm not the only one that... You saw this too, right? And you were like, what the fuck? I was like, how the fuck is he dressed like Tilda Swinton for? Do you think he chose his own outfits in this movie? I, this is definitely his, yes. This man, let me tell you something about Dave Batista. He has, around his belly button, a sun tattoo. So that's the kind of guy we're talking about. Dave batista has got
1: some style. because <laughs>
0: He's wearing the most fucking ridiculous turtleneck I've ever seen in my life. He, he's, like, and you, I would never, like, if I saw that in real life, if I saw anybody with a sun tattoo around their belly button, I'm going to insult them. But if it's Dave Batista, I'm not. Because, first of all, he'll rip my head right off my shoulders.
1: Well, Second of all.
0: He's clearly a super genius. His mom was a lesbian.
1: (laughs) He's clearly a super genius because he's got AirPods and his mom was a lesbian. (laughs) Dude, he's using these AirPods all over this movie.
0: Well, he's got to talk to Stallone through his tooth.
1: (laughs) And his AirPods, AirPods, accessible.
0: Listen, there's definitely, if you don't think that there's not a market for this tooth uh, radio, you're wrong. No, I wish I had one. If I could talk to you through, if I could record this podcast through a molar. i do it. Think about the reverberation, though.
1: It would be ridiculous.
0: That's true.
1: So, Shu is slowly but surely gathering his team
0: to do the escape.
1: Sylvester Stallone is also doing his own thing. And so is uh, John Tucker. They're all working together.
0: Well, because of, remember the game, Go? Yeah. Gotta move his one. Exactly.
1: Uh, so Shu contacts a guy who brings things into the prison. How the fuck is this super black, like, black site prison have a smuggler? That's keep impossible. keep in mind, they also don't
0: know where this prison is. It's impossible. There wouldn't be a smuggler there. No, there's no red in this film. No. There's no caretaker from the longest yard in this film. But you know what these movies should be? These escape plan movies should really be? You know how, like... What was the movie Stallone was in that had all the other action movies?
1: The Expendables.
0: Yeah, so this should be, like, everybody from other f- jail movies in these movies. Uh, yeah, it should be uh, Nicolas Cage. Uh, Nick Cage, John Sean Malkovich. Connery, John Sean, Malkovich Connery. Sean Connery. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking... Terry uh, Crews,
1: uh, Cheeseburger Eddie.
0: Uh, Tim Robbins.
1: Tim Robbins was in a prison movie.
0: Yeah, the most famous one. Oh, I—I would listen. The only prison movie I've seen in recent memory is *The Longest Yard*. We, we could, we could have the cast of Oz in here. Yeah, without a doubt. Like I, this. The, instead, it's just people that you don't know and NFL running back Devonta Freeman.
1: Why was he in this movie? <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, they give him a gun at some point and he's got a fake beard on, but it's, and it's, he has a
1: fake a, um, a like African accent
0: again, just like, I don't know what he sounds like. He could have an actual accent. No, uh, he African doesn't. Accent. He was on
1: my, he was on
0: my fantasy team. So I, I watched a lot of videos about him. <laughs> he, uh, so I don't know why he's in this film, but again, like triple X, when you start getting like a- athletes to be in your movie, it's generally a bad sign. NFL players that don't need to be in this movie? Yeah, I think one of the other guys, from, I think the first fight when Shu got to the prison, he fought a UFC fighter, too. Okay, so Shu gets sanctuary time again, and starts, like... So this is the point, you shouldn't get sanctuary time if you're getting just fucked up every day. No. This is this is the flaw in this film.
1: I don't understand why they just murdered these guys.
0: Like... Oh, shit. Why don't they just murder him? I don't. It doesn't make sense. It's just like the first one. Like, I guess in the first one, it made sense. Somebody was paying to keep him there. To That's test the name. prison. This no. One
1: makes no sense.
0: Right. They were paying to keep him there to test the prison. But to also, they part of the deal was you have to keep him alive. You can't kill him. And because it was Schwarzenegger. Yeah. That makes sense. This one, you could just kill him. You could just kill these guys. No
1: one would give a shit.
0: Yeah, they didn't have to go to the prison. They're always missing. I guess the only reason they brought them to the prison was to get the Legion stuff and the satellite stuff.
1: They didn't need them for that, though.
0: But they used them for it.
1: Again, they could have just murdered all three of these fucking
0: vampires and there wouldn't have been a problem. you're right, anyway, so this is what is this when they start breaking out? Yeah, they start doing MacGyver shit is there, yeah, so basically it just becomes a big action scene van, which we're not good at describing any action scenes actually.
1: No, we're terrible at it. I just thought there was a lot of robots.
0: yeah, there's a lot of robots um Stallone is barely' he's not, they're not even moving quick. he's walking yeah, they're trying to escape, and then all of a sudden oh, so Shu gets to fight the man in black. Who, no, no, nowhere... no.
1: Before that, let's talk about the gas that comes out. Like a freaking gas chamber.
0: Oh. <laughs> it, it's not gonna end well.
1: And then they escape.
0: They escape through the ergonistic vent, which is gigantic.
1: Well, they leave the vampires and Devonte Freeman inside of the medical bay with the robot from fucking Star Wars that heals Luke in there. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. So they leave him in there, and they go off into the air docks. And everyone else escapes for some reason, except for Shu, who has to fight Bosch.
0: Right. So Shu was fighting him. Who Now, this man basically stood for... He was in the movie for two scenes. He had a couple lines. He's not a particularly like, whoa, whoa, whoa. intimidating Be- dude. I know, but before they start this fight scene, Bosch fucking bows. Yes, 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 yes. Well, because he's a knives expert. That's what I, like, out of nowhere, he's an expert with knives. And they look at each other and they bow at each other. Like,
1: no, no, no. It's because she was Asian. That's exactly why he bowed.
0: Do you think he was, like, a racist like, fuck you, I'm gonna kill you now. Here's a shit bow for you on your way out. Well,
1: yeah, it was a shit bow. I will say this.
0: <laughs> well, I will say the way this fight turned out, I guess, uh, the man in black should have curbed his enthusiasm. <laughs>
1: well look when you see like i don't know it might be just be me when i was in korea studying abroad i bowed to everyone
0: did you really oh i bowed all over the place dude did they did they think you were just being like an asshole
1: no they bowed back to me
0: oh okay that's nice did you give them like a deep bow oh i gave them the greatest bows you know what the greatest bows are those buns that are filled with like chicken Oh,
1: well, I had some of those.
0: Those are delicious.
1: Well, last night, me and Karen went to Flushing Queens, which is basically Little Asia. And I told her I was going to bow everywhere. And she
0: told me, no, that was racist. And she's probably right. Yeah, you should. Unless you should you should have walked. You should have went there in a kimono and started bowing at everyone. <laughs> Just throwing edamame at people. <laughs> edamame is delicious.
1: It is good. You gotta eat the <coughs> skin.
0: If you it's ever wanna on throw it. edamame at anyone, it's fine. I'll throw, you can throw edamame at me.
1: <laughs> Would you eat them?
0: Well, yeah, but not the whole shells. I'm not a monster.
1: <laughs> You're not Jeremy Jam?
0: <laughs> Jeremy Jam comes up on this podcast as much as magic and wizards.
1: Well, okay, so let's get back to this. Bosch is fighting Shu, and at the same time, you get into these human guards that are walking in to the medical bay. They break into the medical bay and they shoot Devontae Freeman, <laughs> and then they shoot these fucking vampires in the head.
0: Yeah, there's there's murder everywhere.
1: It's incredible
0: that that when they killed when they killed the Legion guys, I really enjoyed that. I loved when they shot Devontae Freeman. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! Yeah, why did you agree to be in this movie? So while that's happening, Dave Bautista's driving around, and yeah. he drives up to like this this uh, sewer crate, and it shoots in the air because the prison's below them. Apparently, this prison that rotates is co- under the ground in Atlanta.
1: Yeah, so they go...
0: <laughs> I know, it's so stupid.
1: So Dave and that Batista prison is really
0: fucking big, man. We're, we're talking like this thing goes down to the core of the earth.
1: It's huge. Dave Batista goes in there. Uh, John Tucker and Sly are fighting Kimball. Sly kills Kimball? Right? I think so. He murders him. And then they shoot Galileo, the robot.
0: Right. And Shu escapes. And Shu. So then it cuts the shoe. And Shu escapes with his cousin. And they get in the car. Do they get in the car with Batista?
1: No. What happens is uh, they're escaping, right? And Dave Batista comes in and meets up with John Tucker. And Dave Batista fucking shoots this robot right
0: in the head. That's right. Yes, he does get down there to murder a robot.
1: The robot wakes up again, and John John Tucker shoots the robot in the head, and goes to Dave Batista. You owe me one.
0: This fucking movie. So then it cuts to Shoe. Shoe gets.
1: Shoe escapes from the prison. Right. And do you know where he escapes through? No where. Where would Hades be, Paul? if not under a church.
0: Oh, that's right. You're right. That was so stupid. <laughs> Idiotic. Um,
1: and this is where Stallone confronts
0: the guy with the Zordon voice. Yeah, Zordon shows up and he's... He basically... So he shows up on the screen and his first reaction is, you're not Kimbro. What is the... Why would you say that? Obviously he's
1: not. <laughs> no, obviously not. And then Stallone goes, I don't know who the fuck you are, but I'm gonna go fucking kill you. And then... Cut the end of the movie. credits. Yeah.
0: No, the movie. I do so. I do want to tell you something. Yes. Do you know what happened at the end of last year, two
1: thousand
0: eighteen? No. What happened? Escape Plan Three came out. Are you serious? Escape Plan Three: The Devil's Lair. Is it streaming? I don't know. I don't want to watch it. But Shu is not no, in the we, film. Dude, we have to watch it. We've <sighs> already gone through two of these movies. We have to watch the end. So the the movie's basically and it. I read the Wikipedia. It doesn't seem like it connects to this movie at all.
1: But there was a clear uh, sequel setup.
0: Correct, but I don't know if they could get Batista or Still John on. Tucker. Shoe isn't even in the film.
1: Was Stallone in
0: it? Stallone and 50 Cent are.
1: That's all I need.
0: They were barely in this movie.
1: Yeah, but that's all I need in that movie.
0: Man. How much did you on a scale of one to ten, how much do you hate me?
1: Like a fucking sex
0: dude. Wow. I think that's the highest I've gotten so far. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. about you? Um, how much um, do you hate yourself? How much do I hate myself? Um I'm like 5.3. Like I still kind of enjoyed it. It's a dumb action movie. I no, just...
1: I thought it was fun. Like, it was stupid. Like, I just couldn't believe how many fucking force fields and robots were all over the place.
0: Force fields without explanation is.
1: There was no explanation, like, this doesn't take place in the future.
0: I still don't know, I still don't understand how he got electrocuted by the food.
1: What I don't understand is why there were robots. How could they build a giant rotating prison under Atlanta without anyone? That's
0: baffling, figuring it out. Baffling,
1: like, it made no
0: sense. And now I want like Devonta Freeman to actually be the person in that prison. Which would explain his absence in fantasy football.
1: Yeah, I needed him <laughs> to be
0: more <laughs> Devonta Freeman out Hades.
1: I needed him to be more present in my fantasy team, and he was not. No. And this explains it. He's too busy making shitty movies.
0: I, I, this movie was was baffling, and I, I if if the if the third one is streaming, I don't want to watch it, but I, I will. How I will
1: far into it. the future do you think this movie will go into the third one?
0: I, this, I think, this is like Stallone's like last cash grab franchise. But
1: like nobody, like nobody, addresses the fact that there's fucking robots that shoot lasers to heal you. There's no fucking force field. Everyone just thinks it's normal.
0: By the way, I just looked it up. Do you know what the cost of this movie was?
1: Uh, can I guess? Yeah, ten million dollars. Forty-five million dollars. Forty-five million dollars. That's incredible.
0: I need to know how much Stallone and Batista got paid, because I imagine that they are the bulk of that $45 million.
1: I need to know how much this movie made.
0: Oh, I got to look that up.
1: Not much. This didn't go into theaters. I don't think Escape Plan 1 went into theaters.
0: Escape Plan 1 definitely was in theaters. No way, dude. I don't remember that. I will have answers. On our next podcast, um, what, um, what, what, what film do you have me watching next week?
1: Oh, you already know, man. I've been excited about this movie to come out on the streaming for a
0: very, very long time.
1: I went to go see this movie. I enjoyed it. I learned about a culture I did not know that much about that I thought I knew, but I didn't know. We're going to be watching Uncle Drew. Oh, uh-huh.
0: Is this because it just came on HBO Go? Yes. Uh, it looks like a Medea movie.
1: Oh, I'm so excited, Paul. I loved it so much.
0: All right, well. And
1: I know you're going to hate it, but I loved it when I was in that movie theater.
0: Who knows? I, I've, I've liked black comedies in my past.
1: I was also, I was with my best friends, Mr. M&M and Mrs. Coca-Cola. It was a great time.
0: Did you eat them like Chris Christie?
1: Yeah, I took my bag of M and M's put them in a bigger box of M and <laughs> uh, Uncle oh, Drew. Uncle
0: All true. right. Well, I'm gonna get you back after that one.
1: Well, I you're not gonna hate me, Paul. You're gonna love it.
0: We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Just, and if you don't, you're just a racist. You're oh. like
1: Liam Neeson.
0: Oh, Jesus. I um, just put you in a corner. <laughs> Liam Neeson murdering Uncle Drew. Oh you think <laughs> for crossing up on him
1: <laughs> he scuffed his Nikes, so he has to, he just wanted to murder, him. oh my God,
0: oh. well, buddy, it's been a pleasure. the same bud we will talk about Uncle Drew towards the end of this week, beginning of next week, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure this will be out on uh the day you're listening to it, which is Monday. All right, all right, man. Sounds later, good. see ya. PG rated part of the kayfabe only brother podcast network